This is Paul Lam, and you're listening to the Path Hunters Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you unleash the beast from within so you can fearlessly pursue your own path and passion. Join me on this weekly journey filled with inspiring stories and actionable contents. Become a Path Hunter today. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Path Hunters Podcast. Paul here today. Hope you guys are all doing great today. Today's episode, I have, you know, a few episodes ago, I did an episode with Nate Ginsburg, a world traveler that recently sold off his business and was living out of Vietnam for a period of time. And today's episode, I have his brother, Jeremy Ginsburg, in the house here. Um, you know, I brought him on just to hear about his story of how he started his his journey in the very beginning. Uh, I think that's so relevant in terms of hearing uh, people. You know, people nowadays are going through um changes and taking bets on themselves and believing in themselves and going traveling for a period of time and going to Southeast Asia and just making a name for themselves. So this time around, I have Jeremy Ginsberg in the house here. So check out this episode and hope you guys enjoyed this one. So the one and only Jeremy Ginsberg. Path Hunters, I have, you know, a very spooky guest here today. Just kidding. It's not even spooky. It's a guest. It's, we're, we're over Skype video right now. And it's funny. You guys probably will never see this, but um, he's holding a light in between. It's like kind of like one of those spooky, like scary moments over the campfire kind of deal. But I love it. I love it. Jeremy <laughs> Ginsberg is in the house, everybody. What's going on, Jeremy? What's up, everyone? Super pumped to be here. Thanks a lot for having me, Paul. And for those of you who aren't watching, yeah, it's, I've got a candle. It's late here. I'm in Chiang Mai. So, you know, we're dimming the lights to set the mood. <laughs> I love Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai is like the place of like, like you know, th- it has my heart, man. I just love Chiang Mai with a passion. Man, um, you know, I'm going to let you steer the ship a little bit and just, you know, ki- just give us a little insight of like, you know, who you are. And if, for all the path hunters who just want to get gets to know you, um, you know, just take like maybe like, you know, five minutes or 10 minutes into that and just like explain like you know what do you do and and you know what are you doing in Chiang Mai I always get that question a lot too when I was there yeah that's (laughs) that's a good one it's a lot easier to explain the people that aren't family members as well right yeah 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 100% like they they are the ones that are (laughs) the most confused yeah so yeah my name is Jeremy Ginsburg I was born in the states and I've spent the last four years living out in Asia I spent three years in Vietnam where I actually got pretty famous, which is a, a funny story, and went on a Vietnamese reality TV show there. And that was just, I don't know, pretty interesting, and I would say one of the more unique aspects of, of, of my life. And actually, since then, <clears throat> I got a lot of chronic headaches. So I would say I've on this, been on this like serious healing path for the last few years. Yeah. But in the meantime, I was running my own business, and and throwing these events but essentially now i'm just here in thailand kind of working on personal growth but also working online and playing a lot of music creating a lot and just trying to be the best version of myself that i can i love that man i guess i guess the number one the million dollar question right here right now for most of my audience is that you know how do you do that how do you do what you do like how do you travel and how do you you know provide the income and just to go and take off and you know be in you know, Chiang Mai and Vietnam and everything like that. So give us a quick insight on that. I would say the number one thing, in my opinion, is commitment. Just once once I committed, I was in, 
in my junior year of college, I studied abroad in Ghana, West Africa, uh, at the University of Ghana. Yeah. <clears throat> and I loved every moment of it. And something just clicked while I was out there. It's like, I got to keep doing this travel thing. Yeah. And I was like 21, you know, young, cocky. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm going to travel. I committed to that. So after that, I just felt like I moved to Asia. I was like, let's do this. And I feel like as soon as I committed to something that I knew I really wanted, yeah, there wasn't any doubt. It was just a matter of time. Yeah, There's no question of should I quit? Am I going to fail? It's just so for me personally, commitment. Yeah. And, and like, how do you, how do you do that though? Like you said you were running a business and like, what is it? What is the business? So I have a couple of businesses right now. One is a marketing agency. I run a, a coaching program and then I'm partnering with some amazing other entrepreneurs from around the world to throw this digital detox camp. So we're running retreats yeah. as well. What was it like the first time when you went to go travel and, and went to Vietnam and stuff? Cause like, I know we, we brought on your brother, you know, Nate. And then we had a great chat. Yeah, you guys got to check out that episode if you haven't yet. Yeah, yeah. no, it was. <laughs> Nate's fun. a boss. He's yeah, he's very successful, very smart. <laughs> yeah. So like, like, so like, so bring us back, bring us back in the time where like you know when you took off, and you took off to Asia, and then you wanted to do this for you know you know just you know for whatever however long you wanted to. Live. It's been quite a while. You said four years it was. You've been you've been traveling yeah. for four years. <clears throat> yeah, basically. Well, I. I graduated college determined to find a job abroad. All my friends were regretting going into the real world, but I was excited. I was telling myself, wow, this is the first time in my life I can actually do the unthinkable because I'm not bounded by these, I don't want to say chains, but limitations of college and university and having a home and stuff like that. And it's funny because the universe kind of kicked my ass in a way. <laughs> I went to Israel and had this perfect job opportunity lined up. But as I was out there, I was lonely. I was broke. I didn't know anybody. Um, didn't have very much going on because I had this job that started about a month later. So I actually ended up getting like really feeling really isolated. Mm-hmm. And I got really depressed and I ended up getting fired before the job even started. So, so I was faced with... Sorry. No, no. So, so, so like, so like, okay. So, and then you were depressed and then you went and then you decided to go travel. And then like, how did you start that? Like what, what, what was like the sustaining part? Like, how did you, you know, like, I mean, like, like, I think, I think Nate like started like a business at the time and then he, you know, started, uh, you know, the business in, in, uh, in e-commerce. It was e-commerce, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think it was e-commerce. And then, so that kind of sustained his lifestyle and everything like that. What was that like? Did you go with like savings or what was that, you know, what was that like? for you yeah so this was my dream at the time was to have my own travel tv show yeah so i didn't have a plan i was like i'm gonna go to israel and like get a youtube channel and then i'm gonna be on discovery channel (laughs) like that was my my mindset and then when i got there i was like i don't know how to make videos or like blog and wordpress so i mean short story then like i ended up going back to the u.s and i was faced with this decision i was like all right like is travel not for me like this was kind of my like shit, did I just fail moment? Yeah. And I wasn't feeling well, not a lot of self-confidence. But then essentially, I just remember someone giving me this metaphor. It's like, what do you do when you get off the horse? Like, you just get back on. And so I was like, all right, let's do this again. Like, I'm not going to 
go down without a fight, which honestly wouldn't have been the worst thing, but I didn't really see myself getting like a nine to five and working for the man. And like, I prefer starting my own projects and mm-hmm. making stuff happen. So, so that to me, it was like this decision of commitment. Like, all right, if I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail hard. Well, were you like freelancing or like what, what, how were you like, how were you sustaining the lifestyle though? Like that's what I want. Oh, uh, the money. Yeah, yeah. So essentially I started teaching English. Okay. And in Ho Chi Minh City or Saigon, Vietnam. Okay. And there's a lot of entrepreneurs in that area. My brother hooked me up with some friends there. He was there. And then essentially after hanging out with them, I actually started pursuing music full time. So I was like, wow, this is inspiring. Everybody's following their dreams. So I did music full time for about a year. Mm-hmm. And then got pretty tired of doing five nights of gigs and stuff. So I was like, all right, let's. Let's give this online thing a go. So I started off doing like any creative project I could find, which was mostly some writing and video editing. Mm-hmm. And then essentially the writing turned into copywriting and content and that just led to more marketing gigs. And so that's kind of how I eased into it from freelancing with those skill sets that I built. Okay, cool. Dude, that's amazing. I love that. I love hearing that. And so, so I, you know, why, why Chiang Mai? Why Chiang Mai? I get that question a lot. I get that. It's like, I don't even know how to tell people. It's like, you know, how amazing it is because like I've been there myself. Like, I guess like I'm going to ask you that because you have to hear from so many different people to, to understand what Chiang Mai, Thailand is all about. Right. So why, what, what drew you to Thailand to, to Chiang Mai? The community of people. Well, I spent like six months last year. So yeah, my girlfriend and I spent six months basically bouncing around Southeast Asia looking for a place to settle down in. And we didn't realize it at the time. At the time, we were just traveling, but we realized, like, all right, where's, where's home? And then we backtracked, and we were thinking, Chiang Mai, for sure, number one. The community, we felt like we were welcome. It's, it's filled with delicious food. The Thai people are super friendly. I could go on and on. <laughs> what's what's up with the community though? Like, like what's uh, what's that what's that about? Like, what's well? First, I want to say everyone's different. So for me, my preferences at the time were very yeah. much art, because about my music. Yeah. Um, entrepreneurship. So as business, you know, digital nomads, yes, but just any entrepreneurship and healing, because I was dealing with these chronic headaches and I was trying to figure out, all right, how can I find more experiments, get some new insights, and figure out how to heal. Mm. And and Chiang Mai has a beautiful healing scene. A lot of just conscious people that are like sure. super nice, super welcoming. There's also a ton of great artists, a lot of good musicians, poets, painters, videographers. True. And then you also have this huge digital nomad scene where people are making money online and coming out with new coins every other week. And it's just a great blend of all three of those things. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like, you know, when you go to Chiang Mai, Thailand, there's always something for everybody there. You know, I feel like there's, you know, man, when I was there, it was so easy to integrate into the community, to go to like the meetups, to go to like meet people, to go do all these different activities. It's, it's a pretty, pretty great place to be hundred percent. You know, what's, uh, what's, what, what's your favorite, you know, I guess like, you know, thing to do in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Massages. <laughs> I know. They're everywhere. Like eight bucks. <laughs> so so here's the funny thing about Thailand I discovered today. Because you learn something new in a foreign country also often. I realized in Thailand, they never ever promote the membership programs 
or the promotions that they give or loyalty cards. For massages? For everywhere. So Salad Concept is a really popular place. I love that place. They have one. It's just 10% off. All you have to do is ask and they give it to you and you get 10% off every meal. And there's another place where I realized I've been going there three times a week for the last four months getting massages. No joke. They know me by name. I call in. I request a certain masseuse. Yeah. And then today I realized that they have a promotional package where if I buy 10 massages, I get two free. But they didn't tell me. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Like, I, you know, I have you been to Maya Mall recently? That that place was insane. I love the um, yeah, it's the, nice. The taco, well, not the taco place, the burrito place that used to be a truck, the burrito truck place. But it's actually in the food court now. I heard, and a lot of people. Have you been to that spot? The spot's awesome. Down in the basement, Maya basement. Have you been there? Yeah, it's good. And the food in Chiang Mai, it's so good. It's healthy. You can even get authentic Thai food that's not so healthy. It's not. There's McDonald's. There's night markets. There's raw vegan cafes. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Where else have you been, traveled to? Mm, I was I'm in Ghana. That was probably like the biggest, most impactful trip mm-hmm. of my entire life. Spending five months living in a what people call developing or third world country. How long did you spend uh, time there? Like, what was the period of time? It was for a, a full semester at the university. Mm. So from like yeah, five months or so. Do you feel like everybody should go and go and travel to that? Like, you know, just go travel during their school years? And you think they would learn a lot? Absolutely. I think getting exposure from different perspectives and different cultures is a fascinating way to grow. Mm-hmm. I think it's efficient, it's challenging, but it's life-changing. I think there's a lot of school and education that's very cerebral and it teaches people on an intellectual level, but from my experience, having the experiential knowledge to go off of is so much more powerful. Yeah. And you're so much more likely to actually remember and get these takeaways because it's a feeling. It's not just a thought or a, a textbook that you learned. It's like you saw it with your eyes, all five senses soaked it in. And I think that's just a beautiful, like a beautiful way to, to learn and grow. Digital Detox Camp. Let's talk about that. What, what is that? You know, I wouldn't be a great podcaster if I didn't talk about that. So essentially, it's just unplugging. No... Wi-Fi or distractions or TVs. You're just up in the mountains, hanging out with other badass individuals, entrepreneurs, startups, um, innovators, artists, and just having a good time, enjoying nature. Mm-hmm. So we're in the mountains. We're at this beautiful retreat space that has a pool and a cold spring water and rock wall, and we're just going to have a lot of activities. But it's going to be like a camp for adults. For how long? How long is that camp for? It's four days. And then there's a bonus version if you want to come early and get some extra quiet time in before the campers arrive. So it's the 20th to the 26th or there's the 22nd to the 26th. And like, you know, if if, if some of my audience wants to find some more information on that, where where can they go? You can go to digitaldetox.camp is the website. Dot camp? That's, That's a thing? 
It is. I didn't choose it. That's One of awesome. my co-founders did, but I, yeah, I think it's cool. Plus, I've been meeting other people that are throwing digital detox camps too. I'm like, this may be a great domain to own. Yeah, I didn't even know they have like domains like that. Oh my god, that's like. Sorry, I'm like, I get, I get amused by that little thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So digitaldetox.camp. <laughs> probably awesome. the first dot camp you've entered into your browser this this it, lifetime. It is actually. It is on, on on this show. That's awesome. That's hilarious. Oh my yeah, God. we also got a Facebook event, and that's probably easier. Just look up Digital Detox Camp uh, Brazil. That's a Facebook event, and that's where if you just want to go, you can see who else is coming. We're posting pictures from the stuff. That's probably more a realistic place to, to stay in touch. Sweet, sweet. All right. So we're going to link all this in the show notes anyways, and that's going to be in there. Man, I'm going to ask you a few more questions. I'm going to wrap things up here, man, and because like it's been sure. an honor to like have you on here, brother, because like it's so fun to hear your story, your journey, and I'm excited for Brazil for you, man. It's like, good job, because like, you know, I like, I like the work that you do, because like, we're, we're too plugged in as a society. We're too, right. you know what I mean? We're too, our face is always on the phones. I check my phone every single day. The, de- the detox... You know, it's, it's definitely a huge plus for the world and everyone like that. And I love that. If, um, you know, if, if you know, those path hunters and everything like that who wants to reach out to you or anything like that, where do you usually hang out online or what kind of social media handles, you know, do you have and stuff? And, uh, and how can people get in touch with you? I'm pretty active on YouTube recently. It's just Jeremy Ginsburg. I think YouTube slash Jay Ginsburg 9-1. Um, and also Instagram at Jeremy Ginsburg and Facebook actually posting more on Facebook. Nice. Nice. As well. Um, I'll link yeah. that in the consistency. Just Jeremy Ginsburg across the board. Guess I could have said that. <laughs> <laughs> all good. Uh, yeah. So we're going to put that all in there and then that's going to be awesome. And, uh, dude, like, you know, so I'm going to ask you two more questions. And so this, the show is called the path hunters podcast. So when you think about the term path hunters, what comes to mind? I'm, I'm picturing pioneers in in the Amazon in the early mid mid 1800s when they were seeking for new land and drawing up new maps. And at the time it was like the, the coolest, the most innovative thing. They're like, wow, we're going to go discover unmarked territory and report it to the world. That's what comes up for me. I love that. And uh, one final question, man. I'm going to paint you a picture here. So you're in, I guess, like Chiang Mai. I know. Not Ch- I don't even know. You're in the States, someplace really super busy. Let's say New York. You're in New York, mm-hmm. busy streets, you know, and, and people walking by. You have a cardboard, you know, sign that you're able to write one advice or, you know, you know, advice or, you know, a positive saying or anything like that to impact all these people's lives in a positive way, what kind of advice or message would it be and why? I think it would say love is the way. Why? Because humans are conditioned to act from two different states, love or fear. We're always moving towards something or away from it. Mm-hmm. and when love is the way there's no room for fear I love that 
Man, Jeremy, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you jumping onto the podcast with me, man. It means a lot to me that you did that. Dude, I'm excited. Yo, thank you. Before <laughs> before we, we get up, I just want to say, I, I asked a couple of my friends about you. I was like, oh, I'm going on Paul M's podcast. They had the nicest things to say about you, <laughs> by the way. So just so you know, people are saying amazing things about you behind your back. And also just want to say thanks for having this awesome podcast and having me on the show. I really appreciate it for you going out there and you know, sharing your truth and, and giving your gift for the world. Thanks for, for being you, man. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot to me that you, you say that because, like I said, like I'm excited to talk to you again after the um, uh, detox camp and see, um, uh, see how it went and then bring you on and uh, hear, hear your thoughts on that. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, man. And then I want to see you at the detox <laughs> camp 2.0. <laughs> oh, I'm excited, man. All right, man. We'll catch you on the flip side. Have yourself a great one. Take care, brother. Uh, good night. That was Jeremy Ginsberg in the house. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Jeremy. Jeremy, thank you so much for jumping onto the podcast with me. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And you know what? If you guys like this episode or you guys, you know, if, you know, want to send me a message or anything whatsoever, send me a message, paul at panthunters.com. Or if you guys have any questions or anything, if you guys want to talk about life or anything, because, you know, I am here for you as well, too. So send me a message and I'll answer any questions as best as I can for you and help you along the way with your journey as well, too. So again, as I'm diving into more of my coaching and I'm really enjoying it and having these deep, meaningful conversations, I really enjoy this with people. So again, send me an email, paul at pathhunters.com or follow me on Instagram at pathhunters. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Take care. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Remember to subscribe, share, and review. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this podcast. You can always find me at pathhunters.com. Stay awesome and know that you can become a path hunter today.